Hi, everyone. This is Joe Waters, and I want to welcome you to another Cause Talk radio episode. And of course, I'm on the line uh, with my lovely co-host. Oh, my goodness. Megan Strand. Hey, Megan. Hey, Joe. Thanks for that intro. I know. No problem. It's like 30 seconds ago. I was like swearing at you offline. <laughs> right? you know, blah, blah, blah. Get this recording. Get your headset on and stuff like that. But here I am, and I am just so happy to hear your lovely voice now. Thanks, Joe. You know, I have to be kind to you today. And the reason is, is because I am worried about this show that we're going to have today. Because on the line right now, we have Ross Ellis, who is the founder and CEO of Stomp Out Bullying, a New York-based organization. Hey, Ross, how's it going? Hi, Joe, Megan, you know, how are you both? Do you know why I'm so scared, Ross? Why? Because Megan bullies me all the time. <laughs> no way. And I'm afraid no this is going to I'm, I'm afraid this is going to turn into a therapy session. <laughs> You know I mean? So you should be so lucky. Yeah, she tells me all the time, Ross. Like you got that stupid accent, and you're bald and fat and stuff like that. I mean, she's just brutal, Ross. I mean, any advice? You know, get rid of your Boston accent like I did. <laughs> why, why would I want to do that? Teases <laughs> you. Hey, Ross. Thank you so much. Uh, for coming on board today, because Thank I you. think uh, your area of expertise in the nonprofit that you represent is a just an incredibly growing area in cause marketing. And we're having you on at a very opportune time, too, because uh, early next month on October 7th is World Day of Bullying Prevention, which has really been growing as an event on the calendar and a lot of people having programs and events and fundraisers around it. Can you t- tell us a little bit about uh, Stomp Out Bullying? And, you know, even your own experiences founding the organization and, you know, a little bit about World Day of Bullying Prevention. Of course, of course, and thank you. Um, Stomp Out Bullying was created in 2005. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I'm also the founder and CEO of Love Our Children USA, and so I started seeing rumblings of bullying and Internet issues, and I thought, well, you know what? This is definitely a form of child abuse. Yep. So we put it on our website, crashed our website, and said, uh-uh, this is going to be big. <laughs> um, and and did a lot of, took a lot of courses about it, even though I had been bullied as a kid. But mm-hmm. I just never let it define who I am. Right. Because no one should ever do that. Yeah, good for um, you. It's very important. Um, so it, it's been a, a growing issue. It's a hot issue. Um, kids really need to be educated. Parents need to be educated. Schools and communities need to be educated. Mm-hmm. And so what we did is October is National Bullying Prevention Awareness Month. Um, and we, we just, I just thought we need something significant to really make that day, the whole month, but a significant day to really make it even more important. Mm-hmm. Um, I was walking down the street one day, saw a group of executives in all black walking towards me, came back to the office, Googled the what represents what color represents peace, and it was blue. Mm-hmm. And we named it Blue Shark Day, World Day of Bullying Prevention. Ah. Never, And it's always the first Monday of every October, yep. this year being October 7th. Um, never realizing how it would grow and how kids would really just want to take action with it. It it really does empower them. So we've now gone global in five years. Wow, that's incredible. I mean, it's such a, like, a hot-button issue. And, I mean, what's great for you 
to Ross, although it can be challenging, I bet, in such a way, in many ways, is like there is just so much talk about this issue, whether you're watching the news, uh, whether you're watching talk shows, you know, a lot right. of talk shows focus on this issue and stuff like that. So you're getting a lot of uh, free publicity. But I bet on your end, there must be con some concern about whether or not the advice is always good. Well, and that is a concern because there are people out there who call themselves experts. I don't know that they're necessarily experts. Mm -hmm. There are people jumping on the bandwagon just to make a buck. Mm -hmm. And that's very unfortunate because you want to be able to help these kids. Mm -hmm. um, any corporation that gets involved with us really cares about the issue. They, they just care about keeping their consumers safe and, and healthy and in a good place. So that's how we look at our corporate sponsors. But for the people, I mean, everybody under the sun has written a book. Everyone under the sun has written a song. Mm -hmm. it's, it's a bit much. Mm. So there's a lot out there. Right. Talk, talk a little bit more about what it's like to be part of what I guess is what you would call a hot charity. I mean, 10 years ago, bullying existed, but we just didn't hear that much about it. Exactly. I mean, now every time you turn around, it's it, you've got different companies that are jumping on board. You've got programs left, right, and center. I mean, it's everywhere now. So talk a little bit about what that's been like from the nonprofit perspective to be part of a hot cause. What are the pros and the cons? Well, and we didn't know it would be hot. Um, it's, been, <laughs> it's been amazing. It's been absolutely amazing. The pros are that we don't have to go to corporations now. They come to us. That's that nice. very different when we first started. Very yep. different. Yep. Um, so that's the wonderful thing. The, the difficult thing is because there are so many people who either want to get involved with it, who mean well, but don't necessarily give the fun. Like they'll say, we want to do a fundraiser for you, or we want our small company to help and, and sponsor. But a lot of charities will not see the money from these little companies. Mm -hmm. So that's something to be very concerned about. There are there are a few large companies who are jumping on the bandwagon um, because I think it will increase their sales. Mm -hmm. I'm not quite sure that, that bullying is their issue. Right. Um, and then, you know, you just have these um, people who think, well, I was bullied, so I want to help, but mm -hmm. they really don't know what to do. And so very often you will get someone who wants to, to do something, and you once you say yes, you never hear from them again. We learned right mm. away on that one. Yep, yep. How do you legitimize yourself as a real expert in this field when, I mean, I would imagine it's kind of like social media consultants, you know, 10 years ago there w right. wasn't such a thing, and now it's everywhere you turn around. Everyone is a social media consultant and an expert. So, how, exactly. how, I mean, how do you differentiate from a nonprofit perspective? How do you differentiate yourself? Well, I think that the, the fact that we're always being called by the media, mm -hmm. um, I think that's a pretty good sign. Mm -hmm. um, we're always contacted by the number of kids that contact us. Um, we have a help chat line that we started a little over a year ago, mm -hmm. and we started on the shoestring. We had no money to do it. Um, we've, to date, and it changes every day, We just on the help chat line alone, we've helped over 8,400 kids, and as of last week, saved 101 lives. Wow. So, you know, I, don't, I think if we weren't one of the experts, they wouldn't be coming to us. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm.
Well, that's a good, you know, that's a good point, though, Ross, too, in that that companies that are interested in partnering with organization like yours. I mean, what's good about your organization is you provide some great credibility. You've been around since 2005. You offer some very established services. You have existing partners uh, mm-hmm. in these programs, which we're going to talk about in a minute. So right. you bring a lot of credibility to that space. So that may be a, be a good litmus test for uh, company listeners out there that are interested in partnering partnering with organizations like yours. Right. And we, we're, it is. And, and, and also, too, we're very connected with celebrities. Mm-hmm. Which I think that's part of the reason why some people reach out, because they want that five minutes of fame to, to meet a celebrity. Yep. That's, not, that's not why we're here. Right, right. Mm-hmm. But it is great for corporations. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. T- talk a little bit about your celebrity involvement. Um, I don't know a, a ton about it, but talk about how that started for you as a nonprofit. Um, it started because I was a volunteer with the wonderful Starlight Foundation for for a long, long time, mm-hmm. and we had a celebrity sports auction, but it was only celebrities. So, I mean, um, sports people. So I went to the um, the um, executive director, and I said, "Well, shouldn't we get some celebrities too?" She said, "Sure, do you know any?" And I said, "No, but I'll find them." <laughs> and I, started, I, I basically started establishing relationships that for over 14 years now I can pick up a phone and call someone. Wow. But they're also coming to us as well. Did mm-hmm. you and did you go through agents to to make that happen? I did agents, publicists, but still it's not easy. Just because no. you call an agent or a publicist doesn't mean you're going to get that celebrity. No, absolutely not. Mm-hmm. Well, and have you have you had to contend with any celebrity issues um when it when it comes to that sort of partnership? In what respect? Well, you know, sometimes you people will partner with a celebrity and then find out that they really were not the right celebrity to be partnering with, or something happens um, and blows up in the no, in the we've news. Been really fortunate. You've been lucky because, <laughs> because we really researched the celebrity prior to. Yeah. Oh, that's good. Yeah. So you do you doing your homework? You know, right. I've got incredible. Well, she's not a celebrity, but she is a diva. So <laughs> I think if you wanted to work with Megan. <laughs> she would be perfect for you, yeah, you know, she as could, long as you don't. She could be our celebrity anytime. Yeah, as long as you don't mind someone <laughs> with a really big head. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, those guys do that's that, so. the pot calling the That's block. right. <laughs> hey, so Ross, tell us about some of the partnerships you have, the cause marketing. I mean, I know the Bonton one is a big one. Bonton is huge. Uh, yep. Bonton, they sponsor Blue Shirt Day, World Day of Bullying Prevention. This is their second year. Mm-hmm. They have been absolutely amazing. Um, we've worked with Nestle Wonka Nerds. Mm-hmm. An amazing sponsorship. Uh, it's it's multi-year, and right now all of our um, our logo and our URL are on the box of nerds, which is so mm-hmm. much fun. They sent me a case, cool. and I gained five pounds. <laughs> 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 uh, we're also partnering with Fox Sports, um, Aeropostel, J.C. Penny. We just finished a partnership with through Seventeen Magazine. We did the Delete Digital Drama campaign. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's it's just really been amazing, and these these are corporations that really care about kids, their safety, what happens to them. It's not jumping on the bandwagon for them. It's real caring and passion. So tell us about what was the delete the drama. 
The least uh, little drama is something yeah. that Seventeen Magazine came up with, and the first year we partnered with Seventeen and ABC Family. Mm-hmm. Um, this past year we partnered with Seventeen and J.C. Penney. So um, there was always a delete T-shirt, and the first year Charlotte Roos did the T-shirt. Um, it was such an amazing campaign all run through 17 magazine and their website uh, we have a very special relationship with them That's cool. and it, it's been very very amazing and wonderful in fact i just emailed them and said we got a great check and they were so excited that you could see them jumping down and, and up and down on email <laughs> so it sounds to me like with this type of issue, this type of cause, you're really focused on reaching millennials. I mean, you're talking about kids whose lives you're saving and you're chatting with on a daily basis. Any learnings there about what you've been able to accomplish with that sort of demographic? What have you learned about working with those types of kids? Well, it's interesting. I mean, the teenagers and the college kids already have a mindset. They know what's going on. And they're pretty, they're a lot I don't want to say kinder, but they are they are in many respects kinder than middle school kids. Middle mm-hmm. school school kids are the real problem. Mm. The, t- the teens and the college kids have different issues, but they listen. They're they're um, if you give them direction, if you give them advice, they take it better. Middle school and especially girls, they need instant gratification, mm. and it's the drama. Right, it's huge drama. Yeah, I got a 13-year-old at home. I know that. <laughs> oh, you know that well. Yeah. Um, I don't remember having that much drama when I was that age, but yeah. it's a lot of it's closed by the Internet. And and how are you, I mean, I think of like a dosomething.org, which does an amazing job reaching these kids, and it's primarily via their mobile phones. I mean, mm-hmm. have you, what sort of platforms have you found that are that are working to connect with these kids? Well, for us, it's social media and it's our help chat line. Mm-hmm. Um, we Our help chat line is posted everywhere so the kids know where to find it. I'm amazed sometimes someone from, I forget what country, one of the volunteers told me came to us. And unfortunately, we don't know the laws of the other country, so we couldn't be really helpful. It's really mm-hmm. for here in the U.S. Um, but kids find us. They're on our site all the time. Mm. Um, we go to schools. We speak at schools. We do a lot of social media. Pretty much everyone knows us. And, of course, partnering partnering with Seventeen Magazine and ABC right. Family. Well, what's good about you, Ross, is people, kids, I mean, you know, that's what's great in some ways about the Internet and about technology and social media is people can find places like you that okay. offer them that support, you know, because, you know, sometimes it's like it's a difficult subject to talk about with your parents or your friends or what have you. And, you know, maybe you can go online and, and get some relief by finding some of the resources that you have. Well, that's it, and they do. I, I know that Do Something um, refers kids to the, the different organizations that can help in the different areas mm-hmm. they're looking for. Um, for us, it's, it's, you know, kids know if you've been bullied or, God forbid, if you're at risk for suicide, come to us and you can talk to a trained volunteer where there's no judgment, it's a safe haven, yep. and we'll help you. You, you had talked about, at the beginning of the program, taking your efforts global. What what challenges has that presented for you? Is it Was that just this year? 
Um, and heck, you know, Blue Shirt Day World Day of Bullying Prevention actually went global the, pretty much the first year. Mm. The only challenge that it really rep- represents is a language barrier. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but thank God for Google, you can do a lot of translating. <laughs> mm-hmm. So that works. But it, it really, it's, I mean, to, to be able to put on our website that we have, I think we're posting tonight a school that's from Uruguay and Japan that's participating in this is amazing. Mm-hmm. And is that, is that, did that extend to your partnership with Bonton? Are they part of this global movement? They are. They are. They've set up a, an area where anyone from anywhere can order a shirt. And I mean, are you finding more companies wanting to take their efforts global? I feel like I've, we've seen a lot more of that when it comes to cause partnerships. Um, not really. I mean, maybe it's just because of, of Bonton and the shirt. You know, Bonton just loves what we do, um, and, and they're so crazy about this whole initiative that they said it's not an issue. We will make sure that people from any other country can buy this shirt. I think that if another company came to us and they were interested in global, mm-hmm. I don't think it would be an issue as long as we were all on the same page. When talking about, I just, I, I, I've only talked to you at Stomp Out Bullying. So mm-hmm. I'm curious to know how many people are, are on your team that are doing all this amazing work. I mean, how many people are part of your organization? Um, we have five employees in the office. And then we have about, I think, 10 or 12 that are working virtual. And we have a lot of volunteers. I mean, I want to say we wow. probably have. Well, that's the only way you can do it. I mean, exactly. with the with the type of organization you have and what right. you're trying to do and stuff like that is mm-hmm. usually, but you know, the thing is, is like people who have been bullied or have seen it or whatever, they feel so passionate about the issue. I can understand why brands would want to connect with it because if you can show people that you supported something like this when they were young, that's something that could carry a person through a lifetime. It really does. Yeah. I mean, it's it's really kind of amazing in that regard. You know, one thing I'm, I'm curious, though, Ross, is has a company ever turned you down because they say, you know what, this isn't the type of feel-good issue that we want to identify ourselves with? Not for bullying. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't, you know, Love Our Children USA was the parent organization, and they're now separate. Yep. Um, so, and that's child abuse prevention. For that, yes. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I know, even though some of the people like, um, uh, you know, I've heard from domestic violence charities mm-hmm. and, you know, they said, very you know, difficult. it's very difficult. You know, um, TJ Maxx up here in, in Massachusetts and all over, they the Marshalls does something for uh, domestic violence prevention um, every year. And I really commend them on them because it's not one of those warm, fuzzy issues that a lot of exactly. people want to think about. It's not puppies. Exactly. Yeah, it's not puppies and kids. Well, right. but at the same and, time, bullying is the sort of thing that you, you can potentially spin more positively it's you know it's kind of stand up for those um you know say something stand up empower yourself and others i mean you can have that positive messaging there you too can, and that's what we do um and i just think that corporations just love the messages mm. you know i mean right now we even have um several celebrities who have done psas for us on the website just for this initiative and as we speak Two celebrity, two more celebrities are shooting today. Um, they've been really passionate about it, mm-hmm. and I don't know one corporation that that I've spoken to. Again, we haven't gone to them because we've been so fortunate that they've come to us. I don't know anyone that's going to turn down bullying. Mm-hmm. 
That's really an amazing position to be in, Ross. It I is, think most people would yeah, would like to be in your before shoes. Before that, we couldn't get arrested. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. Well, it just goes to show you, though, I mean, when you have momentum on an issue like you have, Ross, it just makes right. such a difference. Uh, right. But, you know, but it sounds like an organization like yours, you will be in for the long haul because ultimately something will shift to something else that people will focus on, and you won't be the darling that you once were. But you'll have that infrastructure in place to continue your mission. Exactly. And, and and also, too, I mean, we were the first ones to jump on this. Mm -hmm. So while doing that, we also went into the Internet safety area. Hmm. That's always going to be there. Always. That was going to be one of my other issues for you, Ross, is where, where is this issue going? And definitely Internet safety. I can only imagine getting more and more complex as technology gets more complex. But I mean, Will we solve the bullying issue? Do you think your is it your goal to become obsolete? Do you think that we will solve that issue? That's in my perfect world, yes. Yeah. But in my non-perfect world, <laughs> it's, I mean, you'll never stop everyone, right? Because you have you do have some parents who say, "Not my kid," which is very yeah. unfortunate. Yeah. Um, but but we have seen a decrease just from Blue Shark Day, World Day of Bullying Prevention. We've seen a decrease from our health chat line. Yeah, so, so it is working. Um, I think with all the media and everything else, it definitely is working. The Internet, that's like the Wild West frontier. Mm -hmm. That's mm -hmm. always going to be changing constantly mm -hmm. and keeping up with the latest and the greatest and really keeping the kids safe. Absolutely. Well, yeah, well so, so, Megan, I think the takeaway message for you here is the first thing you have to do is admit you're a bully. <laughs> and then you can heal. Oh, Joe, Joe, Joe. Well, Ross, we thank you so, so much for joining us thank today. This is an important so issue. And, you know, even though Joe likes to call me out as one, I, I don't think that I meet the criteria. But we, well, we are I glad we have you... experts like you to set <laughs> the record you. straight. I don't I... think you meet the criteria either. And if it's okay, I'd love to give people our website and my Twitter please handle. Please do. Absolutely. Please do. Um, our website is www.stomp outbullying.org and Twitter is stomp out bullying without the I so it's B-U-L-L-Y-N-G Excellent and we'll include that in the show notes Joe where can people find out more about you if they would like to do so well, one of the things I wanted to mention, Megan, is I wanted to give a shout out to someone who I was talking about about this episode, and he actually gave me his book. His name is Coach Kevin Kearns, and he wrote a book on bullying called Always Picked Last uh, that just came out that's the really interesting, talks about his experiences uh, being bullied and how he overcame it, so it's kind of an interesting book to read. Uh, in terms of people connecting with me, they can reach me on my blog at SelfishGiving.com. Uh, they can find me on Twitter. Twitter at Joe Waters. And of course, you can take a look at all my cause marketing uh, pins, including the one from Bonton and Stomp Out Bullying at Pinterest.com front slash Joe Waters. My pleasure. And what about you, Megan? Where can people find you? When I'm not spending lots of time on your Pinterest page, I'm That's also right. stealing. On, stealing. On Oh, it goes both ways, my friend. <laughs> yeah, I'm on Twitter at Megan Strand, and I tweet for the Cause Marketing Forum at TweetCMF, and I also blog for the Cause Marketing Forum at Cause Update. And you can find Cause Talk Radio on Stitcher Smart Radio as well as iTunes. We do recommend you subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss an episode of Cause Talk Radio. And on behalf of Joe and Ross and myself, we'd like to thank you so much for joining us today for this episode. We'll see you next time. <laughs> <laughs>